stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Welcome aboard the Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and this is episode number 167 of the Morning Monorail Podcast. Welcome back, dreamers. We're so glad you're here. It's August 9th. 2021 in case you time traveled and you have no idea what year or day it is there you go although if you're listening to this in the future or in the past it could be really confusing but hopefully you're right here in the moment with us stay locked in you don't want to miss a minute of this action-packed episode and i'm going to bring in the action star that everyone pays their ticket and sits on their edge of their seat to see it's Landon the Dawzdone. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Hi, everybody. Coming to, free, coming to you from the isolation station above. It's me. It's Landon. And yes, the ticket will give you full admission, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> you are the blockbuster star of the morning monorail. You're like the Will Smith of the morning monorail. And I wish every time wow. you made an appearance on this show, there was actually a, a, like a themed rap that accompanied the show at the end. Well, well, uh, unfortunately, that's something that uh, my 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 raps are before we start rolling. So, so you're privy to them, but the lovely listener is not. So, I apologize. Oh man! And also, also, if I'm the Will Smith of this podcast, can I get paid like the Will Smith of this podcast? If you sell tickets, sell those <laughs> tickets. I'll give you a portion of the ticket sales. Okay, good. Well, dang it! How much does the edge give me uh, percentage wise? I really feel like I need to 10%, sell the entire ticket. Ten percent. Yeah, all right. Ten percent. Dang it! Um, <laughs> and if you're the Will Smith, I think we have to say I'm the Martin Lawrence. I think that's clear. I was thinking DJ Jazzy Jeff, if I'm being honest. I could take jazz, mm -hmm. but I mean, you know who could take jazz? Uncle Phil. Just toss him out of the house. Mm. Also, uh, you know, it made me think of Soul and uh, Joe Morgan. Is that his name? Joe Morgan. He's a baseball player. <laughs> but is that his name? Was his last name Morgan? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to let you uh, dig your hole there for yourself, right. buddy. Well, Maybe with a baseball bat, you're digging that hole. Joe Morgan, famous <laughs> Reds catcher. He was a catcher, right? I, I, I think so. I was thinking that at first base. <laughs> wow. We All have right. no idea what we're talking. We're in totally uncharted waters when it comes to uh, Reds baseball history, but... The funny thing about Joe Morgan, and I, I'm sticking to the fact, I think that was his name in Soul. Uh, the funny thing the about... The character? Yes. And, I think and Joe right. Morgan, uh, the baseball player, appeared in Soul as Joe Morgan. Um, <laughs> one of the, the run-ins I've had with like famous athletes or sports personalities was actually in the San Francisco airport. I was sitting next to Joe Morgan in an airport terminal. 
That's kind of awesome because because uh, I, I I know your dad, big Reds fan. Yeah, or at least he was. Oh yeah. yeah, he's still a big Reds fan, and he was excited to hear that story. I, I had to relate to him. I didn't get a chance to speak to Mister Morgan because he was like on the phone doing business the whole time that I was near him. So respect that. Yeah. So I didn't bother him, but it was cool to see him. It was one of those like. Do you ever get the feeling like when you end up seeing a famous person in in person? They do stand out as if they're almost like highlighted or something like they have an yeah. aura about them. Uh, there's there's one time I was flying uh, through the Atlanta airport on my way down to uh, Orlando, Florida, and uh, I ended up seeing uh, several NXT WWE superstars apparently get on the same plane as me. But one stood out. Shinsuke Nakamura, um, dude looked like a rock star and just standing still. It's like you could tell, okay, this guy's a badass. And I have, no, even if you had no idea yeah. who he was, like he is a character. He yeah. just stands like when him just standing in the terminal, everything else was in the background. Yep. Like if this is this if this was shot in a movie, it would be tight camera on yep. Shinsuke. Everything else is just Soft blurry focus. behind him. Yeah. Uh huh. It's like like maybe we can get a spotlight. We'll 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 get some some choirs of angels to come up and sing too. But yeah, yeah, the famous people they definitely do stand out. They have an aura yes, to them, a glow. Um, mm-hmm. I have an update. The character in Soul, his name is Joe Gardner. <laughs> we were almost there, buddy. Damn it! Why did why did be like? Yeah, that sounds right. Sure, okay. So so I just I just got in the oh, hole with you. Crap. That's that's really fun. Crap. Thank you, Google. At least we got Joe, so... I knew it was Joe, and I just made a leap with Morgan. Uh, <laughs> there's no Morgan in the movie Soul. Oh, well. Mm, if only. Well, uh, coming soon, Soul 2, the story about baseball Hall of Famer Joe Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> he, too, wants to be a jazz musician. So. Maybe he did. I don't know. He may have been a talented musician, and, and we didn't know because we were all focused on his baseball and baseball commentary career. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had to give up his fledgling and uh, promising jazz career to focus on the game of baseball. Oh. Buddy, we're writing we're writing the script for Soul 2, the Joe Morgan experience, in front of everybody. Are you Googling if Joe Morgan was a, was a, a musician? No, I'm, I want to know what okay. position. I want to know what position he played because I think we got that wrong too. He was a second infielder. He was a second baseman. Okay, all right. Yeah, so You were closer. <laughs> but was I was I Yeah, I mean, you said first base. So uh, Yeah, first is right next to second, so sure, neat. You were ni- you were 90 feet away. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I was, 90 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was 180 feet away, I guess. So technically I was closer. Is yes, that how all right. That works? So I I believe so. I don't know. But anyways, Joe Morgan. We're going to treat this like at midnight. Landon gets points. Yeah. This episode's dedicated to the memory of Joe Morgan uh, and uh, the remembrance of uh, Joe Gardner, I guess. I don't know. Wait, is Joe Morgan dead? Yeah, he passed away. Oh, man. I I, I, I didn't know that. Okay. I'm sorry to break that news to you now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for breaking several year old news at this point. I'm I'm sure. I think it (laughs) happened. It was oh no! It was last year. It was October of last year. Joe Morgan passed away. Okay, all right. Well, well, you know, a lot happened in 2020. So honestly, the fact that we all didn't die that that says something. So uh, here's to Joe Morgan and Joe Stanley or whatever his name is. Joe Gardner <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Stanley, whoever that is. Uh, his birthday was September 19th. So a fellow Virgo. In, in his career, he hit 268 home runs. 
1,133 RBIs. He maintained a batting average of 271, and he had 689 stolen bases. Wow, wow. A lot of ribbies there for uh, for Joe Morgan. Absolutely. He, I mean, he was a good player. Oh, I mean, there's there's a reason he's in the hall. Yeah. So uh, here's to you, Joe Morgan. Yes. And Joe Gardner and Joe Stanley. And to all the Joes. Who's Joe Stanley? It, is that someone important? I don't think it is. I think that's just a name that I made up. I'm sure he's out he's there. He probably has play. a Facebook. Oh, that, wait. Joe Stanley. <laughs> Uh, a former rugby union player. He was born in Auckland, New Zealand. That's Joe Stanley. He, he's okay. currently 64 years old, still with us. Uh, 5'10", 183. So, Good on you, Joe Stanley. Sticking around at 64. The yeah. Stanley 64. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? All right. Wow, this is our most random <laughs> wandering open ever. <laughs> and that's saying something, you know. We're we're in the uh, we're in the the home stretch here, guys. We're this is this is a uh, number one of the final four episodes of the Morning Monorail podcast, and all bets are off at this point. Uh huh. Yeah, we have the senioritis or the non PC term. Uh, we are out of bleeps to give. Yeah. So. I appreciate you editing yourself on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I listened to last week's episode. There is no editing happening going forward. And I, I respect that. <laughs> There's some. I, I mean, I'm still going to do the, you know, the, the compression. I'm adding in our, our music and things. But okay, that's not what I meant. I know it. I know. But yes. But I say we get on to the matter at hand, of course. And that is the Walt Disney World podcast that we are. I want to start out today's show by talking about some experiences that I had last week, um, over the last week, in the last seven days. Right after we recorded on Sunday of last week, I went over to Universal. So this was, I know, I know, Mm-mm-mm. but I did. And it was because I'd been planning on going for a couple of weeks. I really wanted to get over and kind of see what progress was being made on the Halloween Horror Nights construction and yeah, it's coming up. Uh, off the top of your head, do you know when uh, when that kicks off? Uh, I think it's like the first week of September. That's what I was thinking. So, so they 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 only got a couple weeks left to get uh, get everything up and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's coming up quick. Of course, Boobash starts this month in the Magic Kingdom. So. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. Of course it. What the hell? <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk about this. The decorations are already out. They are. Yeah. Um, but Halloween Horror Nights, the, the, it is taking shape around the Universal Studios Park. And uh, I wanted to get over there and kind of see what was going on in the scare zones and s- those sorts of things. And I saw a couple things, but it, it looks like a lot more popped up since I was there. But I decided I would take advantage of my ch- visit and do a couple things that I'd never done before. I still have a lot of eating to do around Universal, both parks, Islands of Adventure and the studios. And so... I decided to try a restaurant I hadn't tried before. I went to Richter Burger over in the okay. yeah, San Francisco area of the Studios Park. I was in the mood for a burger. I like a good bacon cheeseburger. That's one of my oh, yeah. all-time Strong. favorites. The bacon cheese, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I decided to get some fries and I what I will call a air quote shake. And I'll tell you why in a second. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> but I ordered... so. They have signs out for mobile order at Richter Burger, but I don't think you can mobile order there anymore because I checked the app. It wasn't an option, and I just went in and ordered the counter. I'm not sure why. This is happening at Disney, too, 
Some of the places that used to let you mobile order aren't letting you mobile order anymore. Um, what? No, no, you're going the wrong way. I know. Embrace technology. Come on, y'all. One of the ones I noticed was Friar's Nook yesterday at Magic Kingdom. It was open, and I couldn't do a mobile order. Now, that may have been because it was closing soon, and that's why they had shut off for the day, but... At least while I was there, I didn't. I wasn't able to do a mobile order at Friars mm-hmm. Nook. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's that's disappointing to hear because because yeah. me and you, we are fans of the oh, mobile yeah. order. Yeah, I wanted expanded, not retracted. <laughs> yes, we've talked about it. it. It just needs to go wide with everything yes. at this point. Yeah. So I didn't get the mobile order, but I ordered it at the counter. I ended up getting that bacon cheeseburger, got the fries, and I got a chocolate shake. Uh, it came up quick. It didn't take long to get my food. Here's what I thought. The the bacon cheeseburger overall was very average. Like it wasn't the worst bacon cheeseburger I've ever had, but and the burger was thick. It was like a thick cut of meat. Okay. Well, it was a it was a thick patty. Uh however, it tasted similar to like what you would get if you just got like a cafeteria cheeseburger. Oh. So it wasn't uh. terrible cuz those aren't terrible, but they're just not it's like okay, it's a it's a burger, I guess. Yeah, it's a burger. Shrug, but yeah. but I'm guessing I'm guessing for the price point you paid, you wanted probably something a little bit better. Yeah, I would have taken something a little higher quality. It was it was just fine. Now I will say about the fries, they were very good. I actually okay. really liked the fries at Richter Burger. They had kind of a seasoning on them, and mm. um, I got a little ketchup on the side. I enjoyed those. Now the reason I said shake in quotation marks for the chocolate shake that I got is because really what they gave me, and I don't know if this is typical, but what they gave me was soft serve chocolate ice cream in a cup. I, cu- I couldn't drink it. I had to use a, a, Wh- to use a What? That's all it was. They just took the soft serve and they went, and went around the cu- That's what I got. What? That's not no, that's, that's, that's not a shake. That's not a shake. So. Oh, Wow. I mean, like even even Wendy's when when you get a frosty, you can still drink the daggone thing. You can choose to eat it, but you can still try and drink it. So so it was just not happening. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Wow. I mean, literally, it was soft serve in a cup, and so I got a spoon. Wow. I ate it. It was. I mean, I like chocolate ice cream, but it just I couldn't mm. couldn't drink. That it. wasn't what you were ordering, though. <laughs> <laughs> so huh, I don't know what the deal with that was, but oh well. Uh, was 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 the ice cream at least good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. It's hard to mess up chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. So, so, so did you take some of those good fries and, and dip it in the ice oh, cream once you... Yeah. Of course uh-huh. I did. Of course There I did. we go. There yeah. we go. And I sat out on the patio looking out over the water, and uh, it was a nice little lunch I had with myself. So, overall, good. Um, I considered, at that point, going over and riding Fast and Furious, because I haven't done that yet. <laughs> And I still didn't do it. So no, 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 no. You shouldn't. You, there was you no wait. I could have walked. Of course, right there on. isn't. <laughs> they, they were probably ushering people. Please come justify our positions <laughs> and ride this ride. Yeah, I couldn't. I just can't do it. I, Man, that thing is a disaster. Yeah. So such a bad ride. Instead, I decided I would try a drink that I've never had. Kind of a famous drink for Universal Studios Park. Which is over at Shea Alcatraz, right by Bruce. You can order what's called an Ocean Attack. And Mm. when you get an Ocean Attack, you get kind of a little special presentation. Because the bartender will put a little puppet of a shark on. And they chomp around. And they chomp at you like the shark's going to get you. And then they chomp your drink. And then they pour the, I guess, grenadine or whatever on the top that looks like blood. And now there's blood in the water. Um, 
it's fun. That was fun. And overall, I thought the Ocean Attack was a good drink. Uh, I will say, it's very sweet. I couldn't see having, like, multiples of those without getting, like, a bad headache or just not feeling good. But it was good. It, it's one that I feel like could sneak up on you if, if you did have a couple of them because it doesn't really taste alcohol. It just tastes like a, it tastes like candy. Mm, oh, yeah. Those those types of drinks are dangerous. Yeah. Also, uh, R.I.P. Jaws Ride. Just want to put that out mm. there. But at least you can still get a Jaws-themed drink over by Bruce. Over by Bruce. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's better than nothing. I still miss that ride. Yeah. That was such a good ride. So uh, I recommend trying it. I mean, if you're a person who likes like fruity sweet drinks, I think that you would like it. And it's kind of fun to get the whole little uh, shark attack presentation as well. I was going to say, it, it, it sounds, from your review, it almost sounds like you enjoyed the show more than the actual <laughs> drink itself. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely something I do want to try because, you know, as previously mentioned, I am a mark for the Jaws movies. Uh, but okay, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give it a shot. I think you should. Okay. Stam can't have it. It's high in pineapple content. So Really? Yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of pineapple juice in there. Well, that wouldn't be the first pineapple drink you've had in the last seven days that uh, Sam would be adverse to. That's true. And that brings me to my experience yesterday at the Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for the segue. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Segwaying like a son of a so. So I took the kids over the Magic Kingdom yesterday and it was the first time both of them have been in a little while so they were excited to get back and knowing that we might be there late and potentially seeing the fireworks i decided to make a reservation at kona cafe for lunch so we could park at the poly and uh, ride the little resort launch over i love that little boat oh that's so fun that that i mean yes we know we're we're the monorail yeah empire whatever you want to call it we are we're clearly pro monorail riding that boat from the poly to the magic kingdom that is just so dang fun it was great it's my Uh, i think it might be my favorite transportation boat Uh, oh yes yes i well well i i dig back in the day the one from the boardwalk to mm -hmm. uh hollywood studio because it kind of drops you off at the front door but yeah i i prefer this way more than the big old you know rascal boat that everybody gets on yeah for sure, like it's it's much better than that big uh, steamer, like mm-hmm. uh, that you can get on. I, it's nice. Everyone gets a seat. It's yep. uh, you know, it's only maybe like at most, I don't know, thirty people that are going to yeah, get a couple on that dozen. Boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's and so and it's nice. It's like a it's like it feels like a personal transport, and I enjoy it. And you get that breeze. Ooh, oh yeah, good. yeah, the, yeah. That breeze uh-huh. across the water, very very good. Um, so we did. We went to Kona Cafe for lunch. And I had my first Lapu Lapu. How was that? Well, okay, all right. Yeah, there's there's a member of your family that would die if it, <laughs> if, if it was probably around them. So yeah, okay, all right. I know, but so. I'm st- I'm st- I, ever, it, I'm still blown away. That's your first one. Like that is such a fun and dare I say iconic drink of the Walt Disney World property. Yeah, I know, especially for the Polynesian. Oh uh, yeah, uh huh. Especially for the Poly. I guess I don't know. I just because usually I was there with Sam. I felt like ordering a pineapple to the table feel, would feel like an act of war, and <laughs> I wasn't trying to like put her in any kind of like uh, allergic, um, desperate, desperate situation or anything. So. And more accurately, yourself within a uh, uh, ass whooping range. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, I had a chance. Like when we were there with Skipper Bob, Theme Park Rob. Uh, yep. and, and, uh, and Frank old man, Frank. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely could have ordered it that day. And I just didn't, I decided to go with my signature pink drink. 
That yeah, me and uh, me and Frank decided to uh, do uh, two lapu lapus, and let me tell you, that is a good drink. It is good. I liked it. I I don't know. I don't know if it would be like a go to for me every time. I had to after I took my picture with it. I sent the, a text to Drunk Stormtrooper, and I was like, "Look at me with my first lapu lapu." And he was like, and he was just like you. He was shocked that that was my first one. <laughs> and he said that's his go to. Anytime he goes to the poly, that's the first drink he gets. So. I mean, I can I can see why because a it is a good drink and b like we previously talked about it is kind of iconic particularly with the Polynesian yeah. resort. So it, like I'll I'll be honest next time I'm in the Poly when uh, me and Mama Doan are down in October if God willing we can get into Trader Sam's uh, we are going to have a Lapu Lapu even before we get into that yeah. fun bar. Yeah, I, I well you know. And it definitely feels like a vacation drink, for sure. Oh, 1,000%. You're drinking it out of a pineapple. Of course it feels like a vacation drink. So, uh, so Your glass is a pineapple. Now, here's the question. Which one would I choose, the Ocean Attack or the Lapu-Lapu, given the choice, if they were served at the same location and I could get either? Mmm. Would it help if somebody had a shark puppet and came at you even for the lapu lapu? Would that help? Or if they if they did a little fire dance with like a uh, one of those? No, nope, only a shark puppet. Oh, only a shark puppet. I don't yeah. know. I I will say with the ocean attack, you get shark gummies. They put those in the drink. Ooh, okay. Wow, okay. That's a really sugary drink. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. I think I just got pre diabetes hearing that. Uh. Yeah, I guess I guess I'd go lapu lapu because it's it's not as sweet. And if I was, yeah, I, I I just don't think I could have multiple ocean attacks. I could probably have a couple lapu lapus. I'll mm-hmm. say that. I'll say that. So I'll go that. I, way. I I almost got a second lapu lapu when we uh, had our lunch at Kona Cafe, but uh, I was already too full uh, and felt like oh. if I had another uh, beverage, I just might fall asleep in the magic. Kingdom oh my later goodness! We, uh, we we all over ordered that day. Well, I mean, it was it was fun. We were able to share all the appetizers. Uh, I ended up getting this crazy, like, open face salad of some sort, which which was so good. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but but yeah, we 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 all overindulged that day. Mm-hmm. Didn't you? Get- they do have some good draft beers too. I think it's a uh, Kona Kona Brews. So yeah, they do have Kona beer. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, knowing that I had overordered the last time I went to Kona, I decided to just do uh, the appetizer. Uh, triple play. So yes, yes, yes. They've got got this uh, coconut curry seafood soup. And I got that as the opener. It comes with a uh, a ridiculous serving bowl that has this rim that somebody was like, hey, let's make a bowl. I want to have a wide rim on it, but let's turn that to 11. Um, It's (laughs) ridiculous. It looks like a a hat that, um, you know, somebody might wear if like in a in a rice paddy field or something. It's ridiculous how w- wide this brim is, um, but it is delicious. That soup was. I'll tell you this: I got the the sticky chicken wings and we got the pot stickers. Out of the three, the soup was my favorite thing. Whoa! Yeah. Wow, that's surprising to hear because there were rave reviews, particularly for the wings when yeah. we uh, when we did the uh, appetizers uh, when I was down last. All three are good. So if you are a person who's like, I'm trying to decide between the appetizers, this may not help you very much. Uh, <laughs> the, I would rank them soup, wings, pot stickers. One, two, three. That's how I, I would definitely go wings above the pot stickers, and I haven't had the soup, but that's still surprising. Soup over those wings. It's a good. It's, it is good. a good. That, like, it's a real good. If you, if you like that coconut curry, that creamy like curry that you can get, 
Um, it's got real good chunks of seafood in there. Oh, yeah, I would eat it again. I'd eat it right now. I wish I had mm. it in front of me. <laughs> so, uh, so that was good. That was very, very good, and I'm glad I got it. Um, after we left Kona, we went over to the Magic Kingdom, and one of the big reasons the kids wanted to go to Magic Kingdom was because they've got a new treat over there at the Sunshine Tree Terrace. They currently have a jungle-themed, jungle cruise-themed ice cream called the Backside of Water. Ooh, okay. I'm on board with this. By the way, Jungle Cruise, still available on Disney+. Plus. Two thumbs up from the Dawes. Oh, yeah. People are loving it. And um, if you haven't heard of the Backside of Water, this is a, a limited-time offering that you, you can mobile order from Sunshine Tree Terrace. And it is vanilla and cotton candy swirled soft serve. <gasps> Oh, shut up. Really? That sounds amazing. Served as a float in Sprite. And they give you a what they call a sour belt, which is like a blue sour candy rope that kind of looks like a waterfall. And it, it's on top of the ice cream. Oh, my God. That sounds so good. It is very good. Um, oh, my God. If I had any criticism to provide at all for this, it's that the Sprite, to me, doesn't really add much to the drink. I was going to say, when you said it's a, it, it's a float and a Sprite, it's like, can we do it without I the saw Sprite? People, I saw people do it without the Sprite. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. You can you can just get the, the swirled uh, soft serve with the candy on it, because I definitely saw people do that. And if I had it to do over again, I think I that's how I would do it. I, I didn't need this. Plus, it was a freaking disaster. It was overflowing when they gave it to me i spilled half of it on myself half of it on the ground like like it was going everywhere sprite is very bubbly and you put sugary stuff in there i mean i'm just a reaction right there i put (laughs) i put a straw in and i was trying to suck it out and no matter what i did i was still spilling sprite all over the place so be prepared if you do get it with the sprite it can be messy and you're gonna have sticky fingers And that definitely happened, but it was really good. I was th- I was kind of like messing with the idea, like what could they, what kind of float could they make to make this maybe even like more complimentary? And I was like, what if they just? Because I know the whole idea is they wanted the bubbly water because it's supposed to be like a waterfall. Mm-hmm. So like, what if they did it just in like soda water? But then I was like, mm. and then you're just, <laughs> then you're just getting like watery, like watered down ice cream when it melts. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't really add to the flavor, maybe. Maybe they need to introduce their very first uh, adult uh, drink. Maybe they could pour like some white claw in it or something. Ooh, or if it was like a, if it was like a vodka tonic or something. Oh, oh my god, yes, please and thank you. Are, are you serious? Vanilla, vanilla and cotton candy soft serve with the vodka tonic fa- oh oh my god just put it in my veins that and you get good. a sour gummy too yeah disney are you listening that sounds pretty good oh my god yes <laughs> okay we cracked it that's the answer <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. daddy yeah. needs a vodka tonic now <laughs> <laughs> so, but make sure you have vanilla and cotton candy soft serve ah crap well well uh y- you got me there jay i have neither <laughs> Only chocolate soft serve that I got from Richter Burger. So <laughs> <laughs> we did do a do uh, we did do a few rides. It was kind of busy, so we didn't do a ton. Of course, we did the People Mover. Uh, we did Haunted Mansion. We did Pirates. Uh, but one thing that we did that I'd never done before. This is another thing that might surprise people. We decided to ride Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. Mm. And 
again, it, it was something that, you know, it's just so obvious. Like, it seems like a classic ride. How could how could this be that I've never ridden the carousel? And it's just because. But well, on the flip side, it's 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 just a carousel. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 we've talked about in the past that the most valuable piece of currency you have when you're in the park is your time. Do you really want to give a chunk of your time to ride what at the end of the day? Just a carousel that you can ride literally anywhere else. Yeah, and that's always probably the debate that I was having with myself and why I didn't do it. Um, but I will say, if you're going to ride a carousel, might as well do it in the most magical place <laughs> on earth. Well, you got me there, you know. <laughs> and so while we were in line, this was the kids' favorite part, I'm sure. I decided to pull up fun facts about the carousel and read them aloud. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> One of them, I'm sure they were like, I want to be literally anywhere else in the world right now. Well, one of them, and I think this is most important, is that this carousel, we talked about this when we did M34D, was actually built in 1910. And uh, it's it's been, you know, extremely refurbished since then. But one of the things that remains from the original design of the carousel are these, um, around the top of it, in between the little pictures of the story of Cinderella, there are these kind of maidens that are like carved out of wood. Around, all around the outside, and those are from the original design of the carousel. They've just maintained, so that's that's kind of cool. That is cool. Yes, yeah. so, I will deem that a fun fact. Yeah. Wait, we're not doing that gimmick anymore. <laughs> my bad. But it, but you know, we had a good time. Um, if you want the, I think the best ride experience on the carousel, you want to get one of the horses on the outside circle, on the far outside, because they go the highest. And they're going to go the fastest because they're on the farthest outside outside uh, portion of the circle. So they're going to technically go the fastest. So well, I, I would imagine being on the outside, you get to, I mean, clearly you could see everything probably from the cube that you're going to see, but still being able to see it from that unique perspective, I think would be more of a draw than, you know, yeah. being on the inside. And it's like, Hey, there's the inside of the, uh, Oh, there it goes again <laughs> and again. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I could even even without it going the highest or the quote unquote fastest, I could see being on the outside being more of the draw there. Yeah. So those are my reviews. I thought it was fun. I, I would do it again. I, I know it's like it's definitely aimed at the little kids. But if, if I'm going to ride any of the rides and attractions that are specifically made for the little ones, I think this one I, I would do again. We didn't have to wait long for it. Um, I didn't get nauseous. Which is nice. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. If we had done the tea party, I probably would have gotten nauseous again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, two thumbs up for a carousel. That's my review. Neat. Yeah. So, overall, a good day. We didn't stay for the fireworks. We ended up leaving early because both the kids pooped out around 7 to ah, 7.30. Uh, so, we rode our little resort launch back over to the poly and just headed back home. But um, so did uh, so did uh, I'm sorry if you covered this. Did y'all end up parking at the poly? Yeah, yeah, we okay, did. all right, yeah. Okay. And that that was one of the things that I just thought it would be nice if we, with that Kona reservation. Of course, that means that you can, you know, you you pull up to the guard gate, you tell them you have a reservation, they look you up, and then they let you park. And oh, so they actually look you up. You can't just be like, yeah, I totally got a reservation. Let me in. Yeah, you know what's interesting is I feel like the way they handle this now is a little more strict, but in the past, there was a lot of um, inconsistency, I would say, when it comes to the security guard at the the parking booths at the resorts. There have been plenty of times where I pulled up to the Polynesian and I was like, hey, we're meeting some people at Tambu Lounge. And they were like, okay. And they just let us in. Like, 
<laughs> well, to be fair, that's harder to check than saying you have a reservation. Right, but, but they still, could yeah. say, because strictly it says, unless you have a reservation at the restaurant or you're staying mm-hmm. at the hotel, you can't park here. So, yep. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. but they had let us in in the past. Now, I've heard other people... If you go to like the boardwalk and you say, oh, we're going even there are so many restaurants on the boardwalk. We're going we're just going to go eat on the boardwalk. They're like, nope, you can't park here. You got to go somewhere else. Wow. So really, that's what Jen and Frank have talked about this on their on theme park Thursday that for some reason they are very strict about the parking at the boardwalk. Huh? Like, like, okay, boardwalk security. Tone it down a, a scooch. You ain't guarding the uh, Declaration of Independence or something. Come that's who they're they're trying to keep Nicolas Cage out. Okay, I just all right, all right, it makes oh. sense now. Oh, we're still a Declaration of Independence. Oh. oh, while we're doing impressions, for some reason, yesterday, <laughs> while we were eating this special treat from the, the Sunshine Tree Terrace, I kept going the backside of water. I don't know who that's supposed to be, but that's what I. Was okay, thinking. all right, that was my next question. That was that was a fun voice, but uh, who's who's this uh, supposed to be? Is this is this Skipper J? I think it might be Skipper. Okay. Skipper J. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the backside. It's just fun to say that. That's the best the part. Backside. Yeah, it's a little Sean Connery, but it's. Not. I was gonna say I felt some Sean Connery there. <laughs> the backside of water. I don't know how Suck he says. Trebek. <laughs> I don't know how he <laughs> says water. That's where I can't stick the landing, but. We, I think we stuck the landing on this opening segment. I will say, I that. think so too. We uh, it was a little rocky up at uh, the front, but boom, like a uh, Olympic gymnastics, it, gymnastics, <laughs> gymnastic. Oh man, I just blew it. <laughs> We're gonna have oh, to settle we, for the bronze, ladies and gentlemen. We turned Ooh. our ankle. Damn. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. We're changing it up a little bit, and today, I know we usually kick things off with news, but I, I knew we had a lot to kind of talk about in the intro here, and like I said, we're on our final four episodes, all bets are off, so we're going to take a little break at this point. When we come back, we've got some Disney news to talk about, some big stuff happening. Oh, man, a lot of stuff happening in the House of the Mouse, so uh, stay tuned. I mean, it's a podcast. You really can't go anywhere else, but uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break. Welcome back to the Monorail. It is me, Justin Monorail, once again, with your boy, Land in the Dawes Dome, and we are back to bring you all the news from around the Walt Disney World Resort. Over the last seven to ten days, there's been a lot of stuff happening, folks. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of stuff. And uh-huh. It, I mean, there are things I want to talk about, but I know that there are larger things that we need to get to. So I think some of this, you know, we'll kind of zoom through so we can get to the real important stuff. But I did want to say, I mentioned this. I saw it yesterday. Magic Kingdom fall decorations have arrived in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's August. So, of yeah. course, mm-hmm. it's the beginning of August. It's not even the end of August. I mean, D- Disney, Disney, <laughs> Disney. It's true. The fall bunting, the pumpkins, it's all up. 
What is bunting? I thought that was a baseball move uh, made uh, famous by Hall of Famer Joe Morgan, (laughs) as we spoke about in in our first segment. (laughs) It was. Uh, It's also a jazz move performed by Joe Gardner. No. Uh, (laughs) Or Joe Stanley. (laughs) Joe Stanley. It's a a rugby move. Um, Bunting is like when you look at a window and they've got that flag that's kind of underneath that's like a half circle and it's it's, uh, rippled. And it usually is like, you see it like for 4th of July and things like that. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's bunting. I learned something today. Neat. Yeah, that's a, a wrinkle for your brain. And uh, a wrinkle for a flag, apparently. Yeah, it is wrinkly flags. <laughs> they, they uh, <laughs> or what would you call them? They're pleated, I guess, or I don't know. Yeah, that probably sounds better than wrinkly. <laughs> <laughs> they have texture to them. Okay. And the bunting for the fall is like orange, brown, and yellow. You know, mm-hmm. So it's cool. It looks good. I like the fall decorations. It's just very early to see such a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Halloween and the fall season. That's that's my my jams when it comes to holidays and, and times of the calendar. But it, it it's literally the beginning of August and it's already up. Mm-hmm. It's so weird looking at it and melting in a hundred degree temperatures <laughs> on Main Street, USA. Yep. Mm-hmm. But such is life in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. And and uh, such is life in the Walt Disney World. So in the Walt Disney World, yeah. Um, we had talked about this a little bit previously that they were, you know, Hall of Presidents has been shut down for a while, and of course they were doing the updates uh, with new President Joe Biden being installed as the latest animatronic. And as of August third, the Hall of Presidents has reopened with Joe Biden taking center stage. And um, I guess I want to say this was true with the with Trump as well. But they say breaking this is from the WDW Magic staff, WDWmagic.com. It says breaking from recent tradition. This new version does not include a speech from the president. It's just a brief introduction and oath of office. I'm pretty sure that's what it was for Trump, too. But I I could be wrong. I could have swore there was a there was a news story because of course it was a new story that that trump uh did eventually record his own speech of talking to the audience uh i again i could be wrong but i do remember there being a big hullabaloo about that Maybe. and and uh, the hullabaloo was it was taking so long but eventually he did do it so yeah that that could be true i i'm pretty sure because i did go see hall of presidents while uh, you know trump was the the center focus and i'm as I remember it, it was just the oath of office. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong, and I, and my memory does not serve me well. But either way, that's that's the deal with Joe Biden, of course. And Trump- either way, call me when a president starts beatboxing be with cool. their animatronic. Come on, that would be mm-hmm. good. Um, yep. One of the big pieces of news from this is that Joe Biden's aviators are on a table beside him. Nice. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the aviators are there. Uh, his classic cool. look. All right. As, as somebody who rocks aviators for their go-to sunglasses, I approve as I finger gun <laughs> to the camera. Yeah. So I, what I think is happening and will eventually become the norm at the Hall of Presidents is I think that they're starting to focus a little bit less and less on current president. And maybe as they continue to update it, eventually that president doesn't really say much at all other than just being introduced and waving. And then there's something mm-hmm. else that happens. Um, Interest. Well, and and unfortunately, with this political firestorm we live in, the position of the president has become so 
polarizing yeah. in the last few years, uh, even even past Trump. I'm not putting that on him. So maybe that would be a both sides of the aisle agreement that Disney does decide yeah. to land on. I think so. I, that's kind of what I'm getting at is I, I just feel like mm-hmm. already, I mean, if you go, although people were on on good behavior when I, when I saw it the last time before Biden was installed, you know, people cheer and boo at the presidents when they're introduced and stuff, which is <laughs> oh weird. My God. This isn't professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. These are the leaders of the free world. Yeah. God. So, oh. so I, I don't know. I, I feel like you should maybe have a little reverence in the show because it's all about like American history and patriotism and all that sort of no, thing. No, I, I totally understand booing former President Macho Man Randy Savage because <laughs> he's cutting the heel promo on the chic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. If they introduced Hollywood Hulk Hogan at some point, oh, like, boo, boo that boo. man. Yeah, just just throw all your trash on stage like it was the <laughs> night that the NWO formed. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> like, you know, I think we can all be adults, I guess. I, I mean, yes, yes. Let's. Okay, well, right there. You said let's all be adults. Jay, we can't. I guess not. But we, we live in a hot takes spelled with a Z society. We By do. the way, uh, current operating hours for Hall of President opens at 10, closes at 7. So, yeah. So it, it opens a little later, closes a little earlier. I, I wonder why they do that. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, the, the president need their rest, clearly. <laughs> it's true. They're all old I mean, men. Duh. <laughs> it's past their bedtime at that point, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, if that's something that you like to see, it is, it is a classic attraction and, and you can't deny the fact that Walt himself was someone who was not only very patriotic, but he, you know, uh, had a lot of reverence for the position of president, which is what gave us great times with Mr. Lincoln. And so here we are. So I'm going to admit something. I've never done the hall of presidents. Oh, uh, and I mean, I, I know you just said it's, you know, classic Disney. Again, we, we've, we've already talked about how the most valuable thing in the park is your time. I don't know if I want to dedicate my time to the Hall of Presidents. You might change your mind if it was like a super rainy day because it's, you know, it's a nice, nice break from the weather. Or if it was like mega hot and you just needed that air conditioning. Or or more accurately, when President Rock the Dwayne Johnson is elected, <laughs> I, will, I will definitely go see that animatronic. <laughs> Well, see now. Mm-hmm. Now we're crossing the streams because if if the Rock was the president, I feel like is it then appropriate because he used to be a professional wrestler to start either cheering or booing? I don't know. Oh, oh, President Rock is totally going to be a face. Are you kidding me? I hope the last the last good heel it. Rock we had was when he came back as again Hollywood superstar of uh, uh, the Scorpion King, uh, the Rock. So. And, and, and we saw how well that went over. Granted, it was a good heel run, but, I mean, he's totally a face here, baby. Right. He is a 100% white-hot baby face. Okay. All right. And if you say otherwise, he'll lay the smack down on your Rudy Poo candy <laughs> ass. And it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> Will he take his oath of office and start by saying, jabronis? Oh my God, he needs to. Something like as, that. as soon as he gets done saying the oath of office, uh, apparent, or out of nowhere, a turnbuckle appears and he goes and stands on the second turnbuckle, throws his arm up as pyros <laughs> go off from the Capitol. Oh my God. America, let's make this happen. We're already in, 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 in the, in the throes of, of, of the end of uh, so I mean, let's at least have some fun. Come on, y'all. And then we really would have reached full idiocracy at that point. So. Yeah, I was going to say, and then uh, he will be followed by President Hector uh, Camacho Macho. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Things are weird. 
Um, oh my god, it's so weird. Speaking of weird times, <laughs> I have an update about what's going on at Disneyland. And I know we don't typically talk about Disneyland news because... Yeah, that, that's the Hyperion Adventures uh, gimmick. Come on. We're stepping a little bit on Tom and Michelle here. But I want to talk about it because I feel like it could potentially impact Walt Disney World at some point, And I'll, I'll talk about why. Um, part of this is Disney and D- Disneyland had retired the annual pass program and promised mm-hmm. that there would be a replacement at some point. We didn't really know what it was going to look like. We didn't know what the details were. And now we have those details. So I think we can look at this and maybe get some clues or some hints about something may or may not ever impact Disney, but it, or Disney world. But I think it's at least interesting to talk about. So, just this past week, we learned that Disney's introducing something that they are calling the Magic Key. And they there's four different tiers that offer varying benefits and perks. I got a little I got a little uh a visual aid here that we can refer to in the notes. It's a good visual aid. I I, I appreciate this as a visual learner. Yeah, it's very words are hard. And yeah, they they've got different font sizes, they've got colors. It's very nice. Oh, I love the colors. It's so bright and different. <laughs> <laughs> so starting on August 25th, coming up near the end of the month, you can purchase one of these magic keys. And let's just let's talk about entry level here. All right. So the first level is called the Imagine Key. $400. And with the Imagine Key, you get it's for, apparently didn't realize this, but now I realize it. This is available for Southern California residents only, this particular mm-hmm. And And this is the only key level that is specific to SoCal residents. I think that's a little bit interesting, or maybe they're giving them a hometown discount because oh, yeah. this is this is drastically cheaper than the other three uh, key levels. Yeah, yeah. So three three ninety nine is the official price point. Uh, and then those individuals who purchase that key will be able to make two park reservations at a time, and they will also receive 10% off select merchandise and 10% off select food and beverage. Hmm. Uh-huh. So two select merchandise and select food and beverage. That That's interesting, yeah. but that's... Uh, appears to be a, a theme throughout all the keys. So you see, like, as, as AP holders for WDW, like, we just get our discount across the board. Where this, it's more spotty. Well, there are places that don't participate in the AP discount. Now, it's merchandise usually get like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking on the merchandise side. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. There are some uh, eateries that don't participate in the discount, but yeah. the fact that it says select merchandise, yeah, and select food and beverage, it's like hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so take a step up. Now we have what is called the Enchant Key. Again, reservation-based admission. But now you can get four park reservations at any one time. Still 10% discount for merchandise and food and beverage. Select. Yeah, this one is $649 uh, for the year. But now you can make four reservations. Again, Disneyland right now only has the two parks. um, But you could at least, you know, plan out a a longer visit. Mm Mm-hmm. As opposed to Walt Disney World that has four parks and you can plan for three. What the hey? <laughs> makes no difference. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. <clears throat> okay. Moving up the ladder, another rung. We have the Believe Key for $949. 
You can make up to six park reservations at a time, 10% off select merchandise, 10% off select food and beverage, and 50% off theme park parking. So far, the Enchant Key and Imagine Key, you have to pay for parking. So, Oh, I did. Mm, mm, dang parking. Mm-hmm. That's really sad when that's one of the perks for, for a level of annual pass holder. It's cheaper to park. Oh, my God. Well, parking parking's expensive if you go. Oh, I know it is. I am very well aware yeah. it is. But God. Oh yeah. Uh, that's that's that, that's more of the problem. I'm not I'm not bashing yeah. the key uh, system, but but yeah, parking. What the heck? <laughs> I kind of feel like every every level should get a discount at least. Yes, seriously. At the absolute cheapest, you're ponying up four hundred dollars a head. So yes, you should get some sort of discount for parking. Come on. Yeah. But the fact that that's one of the selling points for for the believe key. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then top tier is the dream key. For $1,399 a person, you get six park reservations at a time, so it's same as Believe, but you now get 20% off select merchandise, 15% off food and beverage, so those discounts have gone up, and you get your theme park parking included in the pass. So (sighs) the big change is the full discount on parking and then the increase, 10% increase in select merchandise and 5% on the food and beverage. So... I don't know. Is that worth an extra four hundred bucks to people? Four fifty? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it. it I think it's going to depend on your party. If if y'all are the type that are going to the parks because you have six reservations, uh, you're going every week. You're driving. More importantly, every week, uh, you're you're going to save money on the parking. You're going to save money on the merchandise if you do want to pick up like a shirt or a bubble wand or what have you something like that but i I, unless i I feel like unless you're going to the park literally every week several times the difference between the dream key and the believe key i mean 450 is not a chunk of change to sneeze at so to speak so so i mm. and with with the believe key you get the exact same number of park reservations as you do with dream so Mm. i mean mm. if i had to pick one i'd of the two, I think I'd go uh, believe over dream. It doesn't say in this graphic, but I wonder if there are different blackout dates based on. Mm. There has to be. You would think so. Yes. So there has to be. It does say you can visit Disneyland.com slash magic key to view the magic key calendars and learn important details about the program. So I'm willing to bet that there's going to be blackout dates and maybe that's that, yeah, mm-hmm. that that would probably end up being the difference between the dream and the believe. Because I'm guessing if you're dropping nearly fourteen hundred dollars ahead, your calendar is going to be pretty wide open. Yeah, you should. Be Where with the go. believe, there might be some dates that are blacked out. So those peak. But days. still, still, again, it's like you you're dropping nine fifty for the believe. They they shouldn't be blacking out a whole lot, if at all. Well, I know I agree with you, but but yeah, money. So. <clears throat> Yeah, four fifty a person. I mean, you're talking a family of four. That's eighteen hundred dollars more that you'd have to pay for the Dream Key versus Blue. Mm. So, uh, I don't know. I, <clears throat> the reason I wanted to talk about this though is more because Disney announced that they didn't give us specific dates or any <clears throat> any other specific details, but they did say 
prior to October 1st, 2021, they are going to start selling annual passes in Walt Disney World again. And they didn't say anything about changing the program here for now. I just wonder, is this something that's in our future? Oh, I, I, uh, I hope not. I mean, I, I hope not as well. I, I guess it's not totally different than what we're doing now because... I mean, we're, there are tiers of the annual pass yeah. on, on the, WD, the WDW side. It's like, I know I can pay extra if I want to go uh, to the water parks and stuff like that. But as somebody who has bad ears and can't really go on wa- underwater, that's not an option I want to uh, invest in. But I mean, stuff like that's out there. And I know there are varying levels of the pass holder out there as well past that uh that give people specific times of the years it is like yeah tough stuff if you want to come you're you're buying a ticket yeah and right now every annual pass holder regardless of levels is limited to three for disney world is limited to three park reservations (sighs) what the hey disney come on you have four parks you have four and and we can make three Mm -mm. (sighs) anyway sorry it makes no sense Unless we're, unless we're staying on property, we can only make three park reservations. But at the same time, I've made way more park reservations this year than I have in the past. So maybe maybe Disney's quote-unquote thinking is working out because uh, people are spending their money on, on property more so. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's this huge focus on giving benefits if you stay on property because you can make more park pass reservations you get the perks of like the after hours and the early entry and all that sort of thing. Especially you get more if you're at a deluxe resort or you will be getting more, but like, I don't know. I, I guess my thing is, are they going to start doing this where if you're like a platinum member, you can get, you know, six park days or eight or whatever it may be. And then it goes down, um, based on your level of pass potentially over here in, in Walt Disney world. I just, I think that this is something they're thinking about because, as we know, as they've said, the reservation system isn't going anywhere. And nope, Mm-mm. they've doubled down on that here recently too. Yeah. Um. So that's something that we are already dealing with and will continue to deal with. I just, I don't know. Uh, I guess it is. In in retrospect, as after we've gone through this whole thing, I guess it, it really isn't like a huge difference to what we're doing today, but. I don't know. It, I guess it, what it does is it gives potential to be for Disney to create more of a difference in perks by level, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is giving them the precedent so they can cite said precedent. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, I, I guess in the scheme of things, it's, it's, it's not that different. But at the same time, I could see it being slightly pricier if they do decide to bring it over to the uh, East Coast. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because uh-huh. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think Disney, it's a profit deal. Yeah. I would say, I'd say at this level, if they had similar, if they named them similar things, let's say a dream key at WDW would probably be $2,000. Easy. Yeah. Which, oh my God. That, oh my. Mm. Oh, and if that happens, uh, Landon might not be re-upping his AP. Well, yeah. I mean, I might be dropping <laughs> down to that uh, imagine key for locals if they have such a thing. Oh yeah, I th- I think you would be fine because they probably would in- implement some sort of local discount. But I mean, like, um, don't Florida residents already get a get a bump on the uh, on the AP? You do, yeah, you get so, a discount. Right. Mm-hmm. You Florida people, and and they do have options. Like they have, uh, you know, I don't know what they call them right now off the top of my head, but you can get 
this special Florida pass where essentially you go like you're the days you're allowed to go are all, all the non peak times and they're like blacked out in the summer um, and on the holidays and stuff, but they can go okay. otherwise. Um, so they have things that you can do like that that are much more reasonable. But um, yeah, I mm, I just think we're going to continue to see prices increase and differences yep. differences between the levels will continue to increase. And brace for impact and brace your wallet. Hold on to your butts, as they say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that's in the other park. We can't say that. Oh, well, hey, I, I do want to say this as a current holder of an annual pass. One benefit that I am very excited that we've been able to take advantage of a few times is the pass holder preview option. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Especially you being local. I am totally jealous of that. Like I'm, I'm an AP holder, but uh, living in East Tennessee doesn't exactly make it easy to get down for these special events. I know y'all were able to take part in the pass holder preview for Galaxy's yeah. Edge and uh, it's, it's, it, it, y'all are being blessed with an opportunity once again. It's true. So just this past week, we got the emails and I'm so happy we got the emails because we don't always get the emails. But we got the email inviting us to register for the annual pass holder preview for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Yeah. Oh, man. And if you know anything about us and this show and this family, you know that McKenna holds Remy in very high regard. Mm-hmm. It's generally not healthy to keep a, a rat in your heart, but in this case, it's fine. Yeah. she. I know that there was all this hullabaloo over that TikTok girl who wrote the Ratatouille <laughs> musical, but I'm telling you, there is no way that she loves Remy or Ratatouille more than McKenna. Nope. Um, and nope. McKenna, all you have to do is bring it up. McKenna will start talking about Remy, and she will be probably crying to weep. Yes, yep. <laughs> because yes. she loves him so much. So I was very excited, and I felt a lot of pressure to get these annual pass holder preview reservations for us so that we could do this. Cause I, I, I am worried about what the lines are going to look like uh, in October, November, December, like through the holiday for this ride. Once it opens, I think it's going to be uh, maybe more than we'd be willing to, to do. So this was very uh, timely because McKenna's birthday is coming up on September 6th, her 20th birthday. And it just so happens that one of the pass holder preview days is, in fact, September 6th. So, I am super excited. McKenna doesn't know this. Oh, shut up, really? But I was able to get it on September 6th. Yes. For McKenna's birthday. And yeah. it's not like she's going to be su- spoiled the surprise. She she doesn't listen to the show Absolutely. anyway. That's a Dude, that's so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Another pretty cool thing is her favorite restaurant at Epcot's Beer Garden. So, here's the schedule. We got Beer Garden at four. We got Remy at six. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It's a day. Oh, that's that's awesome. Way to dad the hell out of this thing. That's that's amazing. Yeah. she. I think she's going to be a pretty happy uh, rat fan that day. So so, so is she going to know that, that, that y'all have reservations for Remy, or are you going to spring it on her? If I can keep it quiet, I think that's so- what I'm going to do. Yes, because yes. All right, so everybody shut up and don't tell McKenna about this. She hasn't asked. She knew that the pass holder preview was coming, but she hasn't asked about it. So as long as she doesn't, I don't think I'm going to share it. She knows that we got Beer Garden, and that may be all that I tell her. So we'll see. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's Oh, that's so cool. Going to oh. be, be a very good day, I think. Uh, and, you know, I was talking with uh, Cocktail Bob about this because he got a reservation, too, and he was like, 
yeah, I'm excited about it. Hopefully it doesn't go down like rise. And I was like, dude, th- dude no, no, no. Don't even speak that into existence. Come on, man. But, but, Cocktail Bob. But first of all, it's not going to happen because this ride is a copy of the one in Paris that they've been running for years. And they've had, what, four months to practice to run this thing in technical previews <laughs> and stuff. So I, Touché. Touché. I don't I don't think there's going to be any problem. Um, it's going to be great. And I'm very, very excited. So, dude, yes. I'm I'm excited for y'all. That's that's amazing. And and I know earlier, or I guess earlier last week, uh, there was a whole hullabaloo about oh my god, they're sending out emails for pass or for pass holders. See if you can get one. So I was like, again, I'm not local, but at the same time, maybe if I got one, I would think about scheduling a trip or something. So I'm checking my emails, checking my emails. I see something from Disney. It's like, oh holy crap, I got one. Now it was a reminder that my Chase Disney uh, visa is uh, <laughs> automatically uh, need to be paid on the 11th. So yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, not not the uh, email I was expecting from Disney, but uh, super excited for y'all. Thanks, man. You didn't get the preview email? No, no. I even checked my spam. I did not get one word uh, mm. about uh, the, when it came to the email, at least, about the uh, pass holder preview. I was really upset because I got the email, but I didn't like I got the notification, but I was working and I didn't see it for like 30 minutes. And, you know, that's like a mm-hmm. life, a lifetime. Everything was snapped up. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, now I'm not going to be able to get the day I want. But it worked out. It was all good. So That's so awesome. I'm super pumped for McKenna. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yep. my God. Seriously, do not blow this surprise, listeners. <laughs> Otherwise, I will come to your house and you will not like it. I will clog up the toilet. I'll eat all your food. Um, I'm, I'm going to bring my own Cheetos and wipe the Cheeto dust on your couches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will not like it. Those are some really bad consequences. So <laughs> just watch yourself. Watch yourself and maybe check yourself as well. Or you will wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard that's that. that's uh, that's uh, live, laugh, love level stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. We we got this is the this is the big one. We got to talk. We got to talk about this. This is going to be where we where we wind up for the day. Um, oh, no. uh, uh, buddy. Can uh, while you set this up, I think I'm going to go get another drink just because I need okay. a drink to hear these prices. Okay. So another announcement we got, again, it was a a big week for news. There was a little bit of a, what'd you call it? A leak? I don't know what you would call this, but it wasn't really an announcement per se. It was a a preview, a tease, a peek at what we can expect when the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser opens up in the very near future. Oh my goodness. Everybody take a deep breath because if you haven't seen this already, this is I mean, we we were expecting the worst. I don't know if we expected this. So, here's the deal. It's a two-night, two-day experience that you can sign up for, which by the way, I don't know that I was totally sold on the fact that that's the way like you were locked into like two-night, two-day and that's what you were buying, but apparently that's what it is. Two-night, two-day experience aboard the 100 cabin star cruiser. Two guests, and keep this in mind, we're talking entry-level, off-season, just two adults in a cabin, a standard entry-level cabin. Here's the deal. $4,809 for those two adults. Holy guacamole. That is... Oh, my God. We, we had been talking about like, oh, it's probably going to be like cruise pricing. And I'd even speculated. I'm going to give myself credit because I speculated. I bet you they're going to include food. And then we're like, well, maybe not. They're going to. Ch-. They are including food <laughs> and they should. 
for this price, they absolutely should. And on top of that, you didn't mention this alcohol not included on the food and drink side. So you do get for dinner. I think you get one adult beverage. One. Yeah. For $5,000, you're giving me one dadgum alcoholic. (sighs) Otherwise, not included. I'm not saying, you know, it should be included so everybody can get loaded up because the dad realizes, holy crap, I just dropped uh, $6,000 for the family uh, for a two-day trip. Mm -hmm. But come on, like, include some Karelian wine or something. I mean, for $5,000 for two nights for two adults... You could do well, just two adults for five thousand dollars. For two, you could do two. You could do a really nice cruise. Oh that. my god, yes, you could do so much with that for that price. I mean, and you'd be going somewhere real, not imaginary space. <laughs> I, what are you talking about? You get to go to Galaxy's Edge. That's real. My goodness, I just oh. I am sh- I, like this. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I know I am a huge Star Wars fan, and I know I've I laid out 200 bucks three times for a lightsaber experience. Mm-hmm, right I, there with you. Built a droid. I've spent a lot of money in Ogas, but I don't think there's any way I'm gonna do this. I I mean, short of me robbing a bank and or winning the lottery, or me getting hit by a Prius and I sue somebody and I come into a lot of money. Yeah, there's. There is no way I can justify this price point. I just don't think you can. Well, no. And then think about for like two days. I, you would get five grand for two days. I could be reading this wrong, but here, here's something I was thinking about too. Like, here's the deal, guys. A lot of people who are obsessed with Star Wars were kind of big nerds, and there's a chance that maybe we'd be traveling by ourselves. I think. Uh, oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Oh I think God. for double like you're paying for double occupancy. I don't think that the price would go down to like twenty five hundred for one. Oh, person. absolutely not. They would charge you the full price. Be like, hey, sorry, dork, you couldn't find a date or or a friend to come with you, but we're still charging you like you did. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that just made me sadder. I know. So hopefully you got a buddy system if you're coming and you don't have a spouse or something. I mean, okay. So start saving your money and start making friends, Star Wars nerds. Mm-hmm. You're gonna. Have and this to. comes from a dude who also dropped two hundred dollars for a lightsaber. So I'm, I'm talking to my people right here. And 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 as somebody who's currently single, it's like, oh, huh, yeah. Like I I did not even put that together. So that has just put it even further out in space as a possibility. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. And on top of that, it's like I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing because it's fully immersive. It's kind of like uh, live action role playing stuff because you're you're quote unquote in the Star yeah. Wars galaxy. You only get one day, and that's at Disney's Hollywood Studios. One day, and not even the full day. You're just in there to ride the two rides and eat, and then you're out. That oh my. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Oh, we're going to go over the itinerary, too, in just a minute, because I feel uh, like... Wh- what? Uh, because I, I feel like it's unreasonable, but... I couldn't even ride Tower of... Ta- oh, my... Nope. What the... Wh- mm. Not while you're in this experience. So, yeah, again, this was... We were talking base level for two people. By the way, and you mentioned this. If you're bringing a family of four, two adults, two kids... Six grand. Six thousand dollars. Six grand. What? Um... And then what? there will be, apparently, in addition to those entry-level standard cabins, galaxy-class suites and a captain's suite. Ooh. Can you freaking imagine how much those are going to be? I'm I'm thinking the captain cabin is probably going to be, for, for two, 
I was, I was thinking, I was thinking nine to ten. Yeah, but yeah. Oh my god, this I. Mm. Thank God for bloggers who are going to be able to go and record this experience because that's the closest this idiot's ever going to get to it. Oh, I'll never, I'll, I'll never sniff it. Okay, this idiot and that idiot. Yeah. So, here's what you get for your five thousand dollars for two people: two <laughs> oh nights in God. a cabin. <laughs> Ongoing, immersive, and interactive entertainment where choices determine your experience. Ooh. Yeah. Food and beverage on the Star Cruiser. And again, it, it excludes alcohol, but you do get one drink from what I hear with dinner. Oh, my God. A quick For five grand, they really need to include like, like more than just a space Coors Light or whatever. Yeah. Um, a oh quick service God. meal at Docking Bay 7. Or other select locations. So this is interesting, and I guess that would be based on if Docking Bay 7 just... There's no capacity. Um, admission to Disney's Hollywood Studio for for your planetary excursion to Galaxy's Edge for one day on day two. My God. You get valet parking. Well, I would hope so. And I would really hope so for the price you're paying. Like, for the price I'm paying, I want one of them Twi'lek dancers to come to my room, too. <laughs> and you get... An exclusive Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser data band known on your home planet as a magic band. I, <laughs> Doesn't it make you angry? <laughs> it really... That feels so patronizing. It's like, are you... I, and this was pointed out to me by uh, by Adam, Mouse and Moore podcast. Um, on day one, you arrive at 1 p.m. On day three, when you leave, you leave between 9.30 and 10. It's not even 48 hours. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I'm. Oh my god! What the? Okay, so you arrive. It's after lunch. You want to get there early? Nope. Sorry, your shuttle isn't taking off yet. Yeah. On day three, it's like get the hell out. We got your money. Leave you rubes. Yeah. Wow. They're gonna give you a nice continental breakfast that morning, and then you're and out of here. Stanky boot on the way. Wow. I. Okay, like. <laughs> You're about to blow. Krakatoa. And 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 I know you're not editing, so I can't go on the <laughs> swear rant that I want to, but this is this I I mean, okay, on the one hand, yes, Disney, thank you for giving us this, this new immersive experience as a Star Wars fan. This sounds amazing. But on the other hand, the more realistic hand, this sounds so unrealistic to everybody but yeah. the hyper rich that can blow five grand, six grand for not even 48 hours, like you just pointed out. This, I. Mm. <laughs> You're going to break something. <laughs> uh, I feel you, man. I get it. And. And here's the oh thing. And here's the thing. Even if this is right up your alley, even if you've got this money to blow, even if you're, you're like you're totally into it and you want to do every little thing. I don't want to go through every step of this itinerary, but here's what I want to say about it. If you look at it and it's it's available. Yeah, the itinerary is very broken down. There is yeah. no wiggle room if you want to get quote unquote your money's worth. Right. Like that's the thing. Like this is available out there. If you want to go find it, go go look up the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser itinerary sample itinerary. Every your day from let's see on day one, it's from uh, one. Let's say one, one p.m. One, to eight forty-five. Yeah, your ship orientation starts at one forty-five, and then it everything ends at eight forty-five. Day two. Your transport to Batu starts at eight fifteen, and it ends at ten o'clock or eleven because you get to watch a finale. Every, every, everything you do is planned out, either to the hour or the thirty minutes. But what, like, 
first of all, what if what if there's one or two of these things that you really want to do, and there's other stuff that you're not that interested in, or what if like you just wanted to soak it in and you didn't want like every second of your day to be uh-huh. I, like I am curious if there is going to be some wiggle room like if if okay on day one there's Sarlacc lessons on, or excuse me uh, Sabak lessons on day two there's a tournament maybe card games just aren't your jams and you do just want to like Jay said fully immerse yourself in that is is, uh, is the counselor going to be oh sorry little camper you got to play the card game or, it's yeah. like. Maybe you don't give one dadgum blue out of building model ships because that's from 3 to 3.30 on day two. You want to build model ships? No? Well, guess what? You are. Or you're sitting there watching people do it. Yeah, that might even be worse, even if uh, this isn't something you necessarily don't enjoy. But at the same time, then you have to watch other people do it. Yeah. What? I mm. also, by the way, built into day two from five to five thirty, cocktails at Sublight Lounge. It's built in your itinerary, but by the way, we're not providing those. You have to pay for that. Nope. Wow. I don't I, know, man. I mean, this. Thank, was a, <laughs> this was thank a, God for places like Disney Food Blog and AJ and her crew, because you know for one thousand percent fact they are going to be there and they are going to have very thorough videos, so I can enjoy them. Because again, there is no way that I can, according to day one from four to four thirty, muster the money to put <laughs> forth for this trip. I mean, <sighs> you've already hallelujah, holy, where's the yeah. Tylenol? You've already priced a lot of people out of this, and then you throw this itinerary at them. I just, there's got to be, I, it there does, has to be wiggle room. There, there has, has to, to be, be right? Yeah, there has to be. Otherwise, this is like, okay, on the one hand, maybe you're one of these types of people that don't necessarily like being just, you know, go by the seat of your pants, you know, go with the wind on your vacation and you want everything planned out for you. Well, then by God, Disney has something for you. But at the same time, it's like, I like having a little bit of structure, but this feels like overkill. Yeah. I mean, I guess you know what you're getting into like when you when you do it. But to me, this is a barrier like to my entry. Like I, I'm just like, not only can I not afford it, I also don't want every second of every day. Like the, the trip to Batu to go ride Smuggler's Run, eat at Docking Bay 7, and do Rise of the Resistance. I can do that all the time. I don't need to do that. Could I do something else? You know, I, and by the way, I don't want to throw shade at docking Bay seven. It's a fine restaurant. You can get some good eats. If you're paying five grand, are you really cool? Be like, yep, this is my lunch. Right. Docking Bay seven. Right. I get you. You're right. And no Ogas, by the way, it's, it's not built in. Oh, holy crap. You're, <sighs> um, so, and th- then the other thing, like we've been talking about too, is, as part of your itinerary, sure, you get, quote-unquote, the guarantee that you're going to ride Rise of the Resistance. What if it's down for the day? And everything... Oh, damn. I get it. Like, there's a there's an asterisk, of course. Like, with everything, uh, experiences are subject to change and all that sort of thing, which is the CYA statement that they have to put mm-hmm. in. Um, but, like, if I'm paying $5,000, I don't know that I'm going to be okay with you telling me, oh, I'm sorry... Like this is the headline attraction of Galaxy's Edge of yep. basically Hollywood Studios. You paid by the Disney World. What are you talking yeah, about? You don't get to do it. Sorry. For 5 grand even if it's down, I want to be able to walk the daggum track. I want to I, I want to go touch the Kylo Ren a- animatronic <laughs> yeah. for for that price. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
I don't know, man. <sighs> this is a bad idea. I mean, again, on the one hand, yes, it's cool that Disney is providing these type of experiences, but for the price point, I'm sorry. No. What and they, let it be said that, that, that we are not Disney apologists because we are totally firebombing the bejeebers out of this thing. I mean, I would almost rather it be like like a cruise and say like, look, day one, day two, here are all your options. Here's yes. the schedule. Pick what you want to do. And otherwise, you can just chill, hang out, relax. Yes. 1,000%. Yeah. If, if, if you are wanting to do the LARPing, if you're wanting to unlock your story moments and um, like like we got options, uh, prove your medal of joining an elite smuggler ring, uh, hide a stowaway to help the resistance, uh, then broker a deal for a heist, uh, arrange to steal a ship from the uh, First Order, and then you quote-unquote get to put your story moments into action later on day two. If you want to do that, freaking go nuts have fun otherwise like you can hang out in the dope ass star wars bar and yeah. order expensive you know uh here's sarlacc sours holy crap that's they're totally gonna bring those back the sour sarlaccs <laughs> they probably will yeah uh-huh uh but yeah it's like or, or do you want to go build a model ship you have the option otherwise hang out and play sabak or something right. like uh, do you want to do the light training or lightsaber training? Of course you do. You're a Star Wars nerd, but maybe maybe your 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 spouse doesn't. They can hang out and uh, quote unquote look out into the stars while we you know give them uh, hors d'oeuvres and drinks or something like that. Listen. Because right, like looking at this itinerary, it's freaking overwhelming. Everything it is. is it like, feels overwhelming to me. Like it, it, breakfast starts from seven to eight. After that, your 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 quarter, your thirty, your top of the hour is claimed all the way through to a finale at eleven p.m. And then, oh by the way, you got to get your ass up because we're kicking you out uh, at nine thirty. Yeah. Oh. Disney, if you were going to do this, I've got some million-dollar ideas for you, which, by the way, may move the needle for some people. Number one, there should be a full-service spa on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Where, where like, you get some of the treatments that you can't get on Earth. Like, I, and I don't, I, don't mean anything, I don't mean anything dirty by that. I'm just... I just... <laughs> I mean, like yeah, th uh, that's for the outer rim uh, uh, excursion. <laughs> but but I mean, you just dress it up like a space spa, and and you've got like, you know, you've got aliens that are doing all the massaging and the different things like that. That would be fun. Um, make it super high tech space spa. Okay, that's number one. Number two, there should be a freaking casino on this Star Cruiser. Yes, where you play for credits, and if you. Get enough credits, you can actually use those for something on the ship. You could walk away with uh, with a lightsaber yeah. or, or a Disney gift card or something. Or like whatever it may be. You could go, sure, go learn Sabacc. Go play it in the casino. You could oh spend my your... Oh, that, that sounds amazing. Spend your day there. there. There should be like different video games. Oh, here's an idea. How about like a simulation where you can learn to fly the Millennium Falcon so when you go fly it, you're actually not sucky at it. Um <laughs> You know, different things like that. There or get that void experience from Disney Springs yeah. that shut down. Oh man, why? Of course, of course. Why not put a void wow. in there? That oh my god, you could be part of an elite stormtrooper uh, group that's trying to infiltrate or bring down the Empire from the end. Oh my god, and the void was amazing. Yep. That oh my god, Disney. What the hey, man? 
So, uh, anyways, uh, you're, you're, you're doing it wrong, is what we're saying. Vastly wrong. Not just a little, like, like, like y'all are screwing the pooch. But again, thank you for all the vloggers out there that will put up videos so I can, I, I can enjoy it. <laughs> Somebody talked about that, and they were like, isn't it going to suck when it's filled with people that are, like, trying to vlog the entire thing and, like, ruining if there are some people that are totally into that immersive experience? I get that, but also for those of us who are never going to go, it's uh-huh, going to be yeah. necessary because... <laughs> yep, totally, totally see where the people that are mentioned is like yeah it's gonna suck when everybody has their iphone out on their yeah. uh, selfie stick and they're narrating everything but on the flip side for me and you and probably most of our listeners it's 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 a necessity yeah unfortunately because they want five grand for two days here's another thing i'd take on the galactic star cruiser <sighs> a uh, a customized cape store where you go in you get sized you can get your own lando cape Ooh, okay, all right. Uh, uh, we we are vastly improving this thing. Of course, the cape will not be included for no. your five thousand. Do- no, you're not getting but your. Still, but still, but still. But I want that experience. Go in, even have like a virtual Lando, like evaluate your cape for you, and be like. Or better yet, have a real life Lando. Disney, I'm available. You can pay me to drop the in from my name. I've been called Lando by several people throughout my life. I'm available. Holla, it's your boy. Because this is the only way I'm ever going to be able to go on this thing is if they hire me. Ooh, in the casino, you could be doing uh, Fathier races, like on the video where, like, you bet on the winning Fathier, like, like from uh, Last Jedi. Um, and yeah, I mean, I know that was kind of like animal abuse. I get it, but hey, <laughs> it's virtual. It's animal virtual abuse. animal abuse. It's fine. Pokemon's popular. I mean, Universal's building a whole daggone land to them, so it's fine. It's fine. Oh my, dude, what the hey? What else could you have? I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to brainstorm. You're mixing it like like I really like your uh, starship cruiser thingamajig way more than Disney's. Be- we could bring in starship troopers. How about that? You can go. F- Wait, no, no, that's too far. Oh, by the way, here's another one. Here's another one for you, Disney. Indoor pool and because I, I, I don't see this mentioned anywhere. There should be an indoor pool, indoor hot tub area. You light mm-hmm. it. So that everything is like bl- like black lit or something, and it glows. But the water somehow you somehow you make the water like green or purple or just something different. Um, I, I don't mean color; it just use light to do that. Because <laughs> because you could make the pool like the pool. The water typically looks like whatever the the pool color is. So if you make the container purple, then it's going to look purple, and you just light it with purple light or something. Um, or, or, or have something similar to what Universal uh, Hollywood has for the uh, Jurassic World ride when you see the uh, the giant shark depus or whatever. Uh, have have screens underneath the water so when you go under the water, you can oh. quote unquote like look out in and see different sea life or something. That's cool. Like like you're you're yep. you're swimming in the waters of, of Naboo or something. Yep, I like that. I like that a lot. Or the hot tub, like it's uh, it's uh, what's what's the lava world where Obi Wan had the high ground and totally uh, pwned Anakin? Yeah, Mustafar. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mustafar. Yeah, it's it it's uh, the hot tub is uh, in another room, like like black uh, ground. It looks like you're stepping into a volcano, but but it's heated by by the by the lava of Mustafar or something. Like oh, that. I I fixed the Father Air thing. Don't bet on Father Airs. It should be pod racing, obviously. You should be okay. Bet- yes, you should uh-huh. be betting on pod and, racing, and we can bring back Greg Proops to to, yeah. to, to be the be the commentator. Oh, Everybody loves Greg that Proops. Would be great, <laughs> that would be great. 
Yeah. Disney, we have fixed this for you. It's still not worth the $5,000 price tag, but we have improved it vastly. And then there should be a stunt show where you get to watch, like, lightsaber duels. You get to watch, like, people use the Force and do all kinds of fun things. Doing flips with Yoda, Yoda on their back or whatever. I don't know. I, maybe, I, maybe that's what the, quote-unquote, spectacular finale from maybe. 10 to 11 on day two will be. But, I mean... Also, there needs to be an option where uh, Chewbacca becomes my best friend and tells me everything's going to be okay. So. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need Chewbacca hugs for sure. <laughs> Unlimited Chewbacca hugs. Yes. Mm-hmm. But for me only. Everybody else can screw off because so, he's uh, my best friend. Yeah, I just think they should have looked at it much more like <laughs> you are taking an actual... Like this is a cruise. You're on a yeah. This is this is a cruise off world, but at the end of the day, it's still a cruise. I mean, I mean, it's called a star cruiser. Yeah. It's in its name, Disney. Come on, you ding-dongs. Give all all these things you have here. That's all totally fine. Offer all those things. Don't give me an itinerary. No, because, again, I'm still staring at this thing. This thing is... Oh, it's 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 kind of staggering. It's it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Also, on day one, you arrive at 1 p.m. Your quote-unquote itinerary ends at 8.45. Mm-hmm. That's not even eight hours. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Well, you got you're gonna have to get your rest because the next day is ridiculous. Seriously, yeah. Breakfast is from seven to eight, and then guess what? Uh, the sh- uh, shuttle to Batu, eight fifteen to eight forty five or eight twenty five. Mm-hmm. What? What? I bet there'll be like a couple of different shifts. So more than likely, like some of these things would be in different orders for your personalized itinerary because not everybody could do this all at once, right? But, um. I just, yeah, that's too much. It's too much. It's too much. No, thank you. Thank you, vloggers. I look forward to watching every one of your videos, but there is no way I'm doing it. And, and, and like, like the one thing you would want to do, lightsaber training, 1 to one thirty. day two, <laughs> exactly. 30 minutes, 30 lightsaber. Get out. Okay, you know what's after that? Droid racing competition. Yeah, put down your fun space wizard laser sword. You're going to go race droids now. <laughs> What? Take that, Disney. Yeah, holy God, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you're taking that because you're not taking my money on this one. That said, if I win the lottery, I am so signing up for, for the Captain's Cruiser or whatever it is where Chewbacca can become my best friend. Mm-mm-mm. I just, I really am kind of like a, a bit speechless about the whole thing. I, like, seriously, me too. I, like I've said several times, I think it's super awesome that Disney is building these one of a kind, fully immersive experiences that only a, a company, a corporation like Disney could really pull off. Mm-hmm. But the price point, man, I mean, I, I really hope that this is another one of those. We're going to give you some information, see what the reaction is, and maybe things change. I don't think the price is going to change. <laughs> but they might add more to the itinerary or give you wiggle room yeah. or listen to us and build a casino. A casino, or, or, a or, the, or, or, or Or the Nabu swimming pool. By the way, that's a really good idea, even if I did, did come up with it. I like the, Nab, the Nabu sp- uh, swimming pool for sure, yeah. I like all that. I, I mean... I'm For this with, price point, no, 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 no. If you start stacking up all these things that we talked about and then like make it a little more flexible about like, oh, you could do two days, three days, whatever. Um, then I start going through the, okay, now I'm going to have to start saving for this thing. 
I plus, with the, w- 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 with the way this is laid out, okay, yes, the price point would probably make it a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But if you really enjoyed it, with the way it's laid out, with the way your itinerary is set to the 15s, 30s, and hours, pretty much as soon as you, quote-unquote, get on board to the time they kick you off, I don't know how much of a experience this is that you could do several times. Like, what if you and your family get up there, this is the most fun we've ever had, we want to do it again. Okay, all right, maybe maybe we can make different story choices to see if that changes it, but it could totally be a Mass Effect thing where it's like, yeah, you think your choices are making a difference, but at the end of the day, nah, y'all pretty much end up in the same spot. Yeah, I think so. Man, man. (sighs) You know what? This this is a bummer. Just just because of this, I want to end this podcast. I I think... think (laughs) I don't no, think I no, could... you already made that announcement last week, oh, dummy. Okay, you're right. <laughs> well, at least think we should end today's. <laughs> okay, that's that's fine. And sorry that I went all like yelly for the last thirty minutes. My throat hurts, but this is just like I. Ugh. I think that's a reasonable reaction to the information that we have just shared. This is a freaking bummer because I mean we were all excited at the prospect of a Star Wars resort art like. Jay spent $600 with his family to build the lightsaber. I spent $200 to build a lightsaber just for my dumb uh, backside. I got a Star Wars cup literally off camera over here. Star Wars is our jams. We were like, this is going to be amazing. But then it's like, oh, the price point could be really bad. And then, holy crap, it was really bad. Yeah, I thought it was going to be half this, to be honest, but. What, what, somewhat affordable as opposed to uh, screw you poor people affordable? Mm -hmm. I really, I really did. I thought maybe for. Like for a family of four, I would have said, uh, I bet it's going to be in the $3,000 range for two nights. Uh, for two people, it probably would have been in the uh, 2500 to, to 2200 mm-hmm. range. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I it, thought. It, yeah. At that point, it's like I could start talking myself into thinking I could afford it with this. It's like, even if I try to pitch it to myself, myself is going to laugh at me. Yeah. So. Well, one thing you didn't have to uh, pitch to yourself because of the price point was this podcast, because it was free. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. And I hope that you enjoyed it today. Um, I'll do the plugs. Our plugs are at Morning Monorail on all of the socials, where morningmonorail.com is the website. Email mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com, and we have a voicemail. And again, putting out the call, if you would like to share in our grand finale, which is coming up um, on episode 170, Please submit anything like if you want to send us an email, send it to that Monday morning monorail at gmail.com. If you would like to send us an audio clip, uh, it would be great if you sent it there as well. Or you can call the voicemail. Just make sure you do it prior to August the 25th. Um, So that way I've got some time to put it all together. And I'd like to play that stuff so we can react to it on the show. So um, make sure you do that. If not, that's cool. We didn't like you anyway. So... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now don't be running off all your listener base because I'm I'm really counting on them to carry the momentum forward. I was just kidding. We love all of you guys regardless. <laughs> but yes, you specifically are my favorite member of the Monorail family. You listener, right there. Exactly. And if, 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 if you might think I'm talking to everybody else, but when in fact I'm really talking to you. <laughs> Hashtag save the Muppets. <laughs> Landon, where can people find you on the interwebs? Oh, all right. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me. Landon Doan, I'm the best. Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also appear 
on the Phil Show. News Talk 98.7 WOK, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. And I promise you, I'm not nearly as yelly as I was in this episode <laughs> on my day job. Though Man. Phil will some, sometimes poke at, at, at the nerd bear and uh, I have to uh, roar a little bit. So so, so I'm just half as yelly half as in yelly. my day job. Half as yelly. Also, uh, listen to the Yarbrough Show. I've been producing that a lot. So uh, uh, that's 10 to noon on uh, Newstalk987.com as well. So Half as yelly sounds like a... Uh, it sounds like a, a foreign name or something. Hello, I am half as yelly. <laughs> I don't know. A good, uh, a good uh, AKA if you go overseas, just introduce yourself that way. I'm uh, Hello, I'm half as yelly. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. <sighs> I want to say um, thanks to everyone because a lot of people reached out after our last episode. We got a lot of very, very kind, thoughtful messages. And really? Okay. That's that's news to me. Yeah. Um, I, I really appreciate the fact that you all uh, kept everything in the in the private messages or, or the direct messages. Um, very kind of all of you to do that and respect those wishes. Didn't really see anything on the, on the socials about the big announcements. And so I really, I thank you all very much for doing that. And the messages meant a lot to me and Sam and the kids and everything. We really appreciate all of that very, very much. Um, I think that, you know, some of you probably thought to yourself, you seem like a crazy person sharing your personal information on this podcast. A little bit. Yeah, me too. But I will say, I don't... Okay, it's debatable whether or not we should have done that. I I don't necessarily regret it, though, because here's the thing. I think that there's a lot of stigma that goes along with, with things like this. Um, and I don't know that there always should be, because um, while, you know... Um, you know, ending, ending marriages is not what you want. It's not what your goal is. It's not what you're headed for when you get married. Uh, it's something that happens and it's not shameful, but especially if it's best for everybody. And so I hope that that, you know, that that's something that people can relate to. And more importantly, ending podcasts too. So, Yeah, but you know, <laughs> Hopefully Sorry, people, I, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying to bring the ha-has for this very serious moment. I Sorry. know, but people, people are gonna. No, it's cool. Uh, people are gonna get a spinoff, and so they're excited about that. The spinoff. Yeah. Well, well, I, I hope they're excited for it. By the way, if you have a suggestion for a name for whatever, I'm gonna end up calling this after the monorails. Uh, peace out. Please let me know. Uh, Atlantis. I've already had a couple suggestions. I appreciate it. Uh, we might have a leader in the clubhouse. Uh, or I might just kind of, uh, spin off something we used to do here on this podcast. So I was, I just suggested something. I don't think you heard it, but I think it's pretty good because you do like to use your name in the titles of things. Why not? The I am a fan of using my name, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. The Dawes cast. I mean, that's mm. not bad. I think it should be in the running. Okay. It's definitely in the running. I, I, I do like that. And more importantly, I like me. So I mm -hmm. could see, I can see the logos now with your face. Uh, yeah, my face needs to be on way more things. <laughs> Logos, T-shirts, uh, underwears, um, uh, flags. Sure. Definitely mm -hmm. flags. Mm -hmm. You can do that. I mean, once you start your show, you'll have, I'm sure you'll have your own T public store. You can make whatever you want and put it on. I don't know if I'm going to have a T public store after you told me the cut. Thing. <laughs> well, 
There are other options. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be selling bootleg merchandise out of the trunk of my car. So you need to come find me and I'll just have all this crap in my car. So that's a good plan. (laughs) (laughs) Just like outside of a concert. Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Are you going to see Metallica? Well, here's a Metallica shirt. So yeah. What's up guys? I was going to say the the rolling stands, you know, (laughs) so, well, we, we do thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for being part of the morning monorail family. And if you haven't already, make sure you join that morning monorail family on Facebook. Cause again, I'm going to keep that active. It's something that I'll be updating. Eventually maybe I start blogging and posting some things like there and, uh, we'll see how we see how we do. We see how we do is is the English I'm going with for the moment. Uh, how we do, how we do. <laughs> but uh, it's a way for us to all stay in contact together. So, uh, and also I said this on uh, on the Facebook, but I didn't say it here. We do have that September 18th Halloween Horror Nights meetup on the horizon, and that's happening. So, is it is it really bad that I'm trying to convince myself to come down for that? I think you should. I mean, I'm a, I'm 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 a, I'm a big old chicken. So am I. I was so scared to even say it. I could I could almost not say it. I'm. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I. I'm terrified. I feel like I'm going to embarrass myself in front of all my friends, uh, but it's going to be honestly. Fun. I'm afraid I'm going to swing at a scare actor because that's just that's just how how I'm wired. And 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 not only do you not want to go to Disney jail, you probably don't want to go to Universal jail, especially during Halloween Horror Night. Oh, that's probably true. That'd be the worst. Uh-huh, time to yeah, go. probably got some weird clown that would do weird stuff to you. Maybe even Jack, to your butt. Jack will be disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you don't want that. Nope. Oh God, no, you don't. So. Well, I think we can keep working on this. We got a little time. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Steffers in on the action. Uh, maybe oh, we Lord. can convince you by then. Oh Lord. Oh, no. <sighs> <sighs> that might even be more terrifying than Jack, but but <laughs> I, I, I respect it. <laughs> by the way, shout out to Steffers. Adventures with Steffers launched this week. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Good on you, Steffers. Yay, we Steffers. love you from the Mario family. Yay, Steffers, go check out that podcast, adventureswithsteffers.com, and she's on all the podcatchers. I, I, I will Look say- at you. You actually got the name right. I'm impressed. I'm trying to do better. And Adventures I, for Steffers, yes. <laughs> I helped her a little bit because she was having some issues with the iTunes, um, which I know all too well. I had issues with iTunes when I was setting this stuff up as well, so I helped her work through that, and she should be all good to go everywhere now. So go check out Steffers. Yeah, Steffers. And uh, like I said, check us out on the Morning Monorail family on Facebook and all the Insta, Instas, all the socials. The and, Instas, uh, wow. But if you don't, we'll be right back here Monday, at least for a few more Mondays. And then after that, uh, the Captain Poochie era really does take over at that point. That's true. But we love you all so much. Have a magical week. Thank a cast member. Thank a cast member. And be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Bye-bye. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time.
internet seen my ass i don't care <laughs> oh God. i they, just they, hit record that's gonna yes! be the secret sound yes secret sound <laughs> i I've, I've i promised more nudity and by god i'm gonna make it happen <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go segment two uh Is that jar jar banks what the hell it was a weird mixture of things that i regret doing immediately okay good all right hey that might be our first edit <laughs> I probably should mark the time. Uh, 